Right, let's turn to the next part of uh, today's brunch, and that is artsing around. Andrew Dembina this week speaks to Sohania Raphael, who is the museum director of M Plus Art Museum in West Kowloon, which opened in November 2021. We hear about the way M Plus uh, aspires to engage with the public and also about its permanent special focus on aspects of local, Asian and international design. Very happy to be here talking with you. I'm Suhanya Rafael, the museum director at M Plus. M Plus means museum and more. And we've been doing a lot of work with our public to make everyone understand this expanded purview that we're bringing to Hong Kong. I'm very proud of the work that we've done. It's an extraordinary institution, an institution that opened in November 2021. It's right bang smack in the middle of pandemic. But what was affirming after so many years of working together with the teams here was the public response. We have had over two million people in that first year, which included four months of closure between January and April. It continues, as you can hear. (laughs) Yes, we are outside one of the most known collections, the SIG collection. And yes, we can hear in the background there are people arriving now. I asked you, Suhanya, what you would like to uh, talk about today in terms of something that really means a lot to you. Of course, your answer was that the, that everything does. But, but let's have a look in the design area where you are showcasing various sub-disciplines in design. Yes, I, I felt um, this was an opportunity to really make people understand what museum and more means. So we're just into what we call our East Quadrant, and we're just going to walk into a quadrant driven by our design and architecture interest. As a museum of visual culture, we have this interdisciplinary voice that includes art, and within the art area, ink is an important expression, also design, architecture, and moving images. Asian architects, designers, artists have all contributed to very, very important histories from our region. We begin a suite of galleries that looks at Hong Kong and Hong Kong's contribution as an incredible design city. So this first gallery in the design section that we're standing in right now, is it all Hong Kong design in front of us? We always begin with a very precise look from Hong Kong and out. So that first gallery has many Hong Kong creatives in in the space, but also beyond that in terms of how Hong Kong has influenced other designers. So we have, for example, the wonderful Vivian Tam with a piece of costume through to Henry Steiner and his revamping of the design of the HSBC logo, um, through to Alan Chan and his design for the album cover as we can see for Anita Mui. So these are all really important figures Mm. in the cultural space of Hong Kong. We did hear as we walked into the design area that there was a party of primary school children. How often are you engaging children and are they allowed, like in other parts of the world, to just relax, sit on the floor, take out their sketchbooks and um, and start drawing? Is it as relaxed as that in here? It is. In fact, when I take you through this quadrant, you will see the areas that we've set aside for that kind of education work Mm. because we are very conscious that Hong Kong curricula 
for schools, high school especially, has no formal education around the creative industries and we think that that needs to change and we thought that we would begin that change by developing that from within the institution. So the Learning Hub is devoted to building education programs for lifelong learning. So from little toddlers all the way through because we never stop learning. And creative learning is the most fun way to learn. So of course we have that little group of primary school students that we've just seen, but they continue, they come every day. We have schools coming through every day. Uh, but also, you know, other people. Can I ask, do you, do you work at um, tertiary level with some of the fine art and design courses in Hong Kong to give them an insight into the way a world-class museum works? We always say that we are a resource for all education facilities to use and interact with. So it's, it's across a range of platforms. Okay, we are now also looking at, in the design section, some of the architectural elements. And I really wanted to draw your attention to Kowloon Walled City, which was a part of the informal architecture that was very much part of Hong Kong's landscape mm. that informed then the building of something like Mei Fu in the mid-60s, which was the first major housing estate that was vertical. The idea of the Asian vertical city comes from Hong Kong. And from this May 1st date? That was the first, and from there it just went. And you know, we now understand this kind of architecture to be part of the landscapes of Shanghai or Beijing or even Mumbai. We've, we've left um, the Hong Kong lens, as it were, and now we're in Asia, whether it's in Sri Lanka or Japan, mm. Vietnam, or even looking at design objects that are everyday objects. I mean, that's what design is. It's the everyday. The, the, this is amazing. We've got some retro radios, cookers, rice cookers, tri-wheeled vehicles. It's, um, is it, you don't know what to look at first in here. Yeah, but I think what we're saying here is a design um, explosion that came out of this part of the world, out of Asia. Yeah. The made in China, the made in Korea, the made in Japan, the manufacturing base, the inventiveness of that. The rice cooker changed people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. The same same as the tri-show, yeah. changed people's lives. And, it, and that change has affected how we live. So this space looks at those changes. Some design icons yeah. from Asia, really. That's right. And they're also everyday things. From there, we go into another space that looks at Hong Kong again leading the way with designs around plastics which you see in this beautiful vitrine here. Yes, chairs, stools, uh, cooler-type cups and plastic glasses and light fittings. It's a beautiful display through the era of plastic uh, technology. It is, and it's, it's in contrast to the bent wood, which is also very important because people like Alva Alto, who are the great Finnish designers, looked to the region and to Japanese design and were influenced by that. So this is about mm. the highway that is design, but in the world, people come and go. It is really interesting to see some of the forms and materials and ways of weaving rattan and other techniques bouncing between Asia and the West and back again. That's right, and this is about saying how influential and creative the design energies from this part of the world mm. influenced 
major figures, whether it's Alva Alto or somebody like Niemeyer. Ah, Oscar Niemeyer. So from here we move through into a space. So these spaces, of course, designed by our architects, were insisting on the relationship between our site and Hong Kong Island. So we're now in a space where that all of these objects are also talking to that architecture across Victoria Harbour. Certainly, as we look around from video screens to what looks like uh, some sort of marine Bolts. component. It's, a, it's part of a bolt, actually, that, is, uh, that was part of the Osaka pavilions that were made um, to discuss, actually, how important um, Asia design was. And it influenced a whole raft of architects, including Archigram who we have their entire portfolio of archives. Ah. And Archigram is very interesting British architectural teachers, actually. Okay. They never built anything. But if they had built something, they said it would have been Hong Kong. <laughs> All of these architects were teachers for so many Hong Kong architects. So we have in this section here an entire spine of, of display, which is devoted to the Archigram archive ah. um, and then the influences that Archigram has had on a number of other architects from mainland China through to Izosaki in um, Japan who um, just passed away actually, one of the great Japanese metabolists. But we became the blueprint for what we now know as the great Asian metropolis. Yeah. And in that space, of course, many other designers, including, say, Zaha Hadid, oh, yeah. whose first mm. proposal was for Hong Kong, even though it was never commissioned. But these are here on this wall, these beautiful mm. paintings and models, is that proposal. So she got her first gig in Hong Kong, and she's gone on to become one of the great yeah. star architects. Right. And it's Hong Kong's relationship to that kind of commissioning. She made the proposal, which she won, but it was never realised. Quite abstract, when you look at them, really. Very abstract, which is why it's very nice relationship to how Archigram itself thinks about what design culture should look like. Mm. And then uh, Singapore architects, Woha, for example. Right. Yeah, there's a, a lot more structure in their renditions. Yeah. yeah. I'm now taking you to a space that talks about what... I, I was talking about earlier, which was how we do activity yeah. inside the museum for mm. learning and teaching. So mm. this space is about how does our environment shape our lives and reflect our needs. That's the question. Yeah. And then we do these workshops to help children think about that with this amazing view of under construction, which we take for granted across Hong Kong, but actually when you look at it from a window from M+, it looks fabulous. Wow, yes, I mean we're looking at scaffolding, cranes, all sorts of uh, tubes to throw the uh, the waste materials down. There's a lot going on outside. This would be really inspiring for, for the children sitting around a table in front of us with a lot of benches, and we can see some of their works around us which are quite creative to say the least with with their renditions of what's outside that window 
we've just turned the corner from the design area and uh, we've come across a, a, an internal view that you wanted to explain, Sohania. Yes, you know, as a museum of visual culture, moving image is also a critical part of those disciplines. And our grand stair, which seats 450 people with a beautiful LED, is part of that delivery. But the Grand Stair is in itself such a beautiful architectural space, mm. social space. We activate at different times of the day that is the museum. So this will come up and be much more active in the afternoon. What sort of screenings do you have here? Documentaries, we have artists and design interviews, we have a whole range of um, programming, including on a Friday night, a piece of cinema hmm. that people can sit and, and watch. Okay. So as we began by looking at formal and informal architecture in this quadrant, we end, you know, if people are paying attention, uh, with informal design. And this is about, these are little chairs, and mm. we have one, and then an example of three others in the collection as photographs of how people improvise, recycle, and make beautiful objects to sit on. So, the one that we're looking at, which is in a Perspex or glass uh, cabinet, is bicycle tyres across a, an improvised wooden stool. The photographs, there's one which is either a sofa or some kind of office chair. I'm not sure what, whether it would have been on legs or wheels, but it is in the photograph on bricks, stacked perfectly level. And these are the sort of things that you would really see um, in back streets and alleyways in Hong Kong, isn't it? That's exactly right. And it's it's pointing to people to realize that one's lived environment mm. is full of creative expression mm. and informal creativity made by everyday people. With creative solutions. You know, in our world where sustainability and climate crisis is such an important topic that mm. we all talk about, to know that the instinct within so many of us is not to waste and to reuse. So it's very nice for me to have had this opportunity to walk you through just one little tiny part of the museum. What I would like to say is to invite your audiences to come. And a museum like M Plus should be like your home. You come again and again. It's there for you to use and enjoy. Suhanya Raphael, director of M Plus, thank you very much for that tour of your design quadrant at M Plus. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed, uh, Andrew Dambina. And as we just heard, that was Sohania Rafael, the museum director of M Plus Art Museum, sharing focus on community and design aspects there. And she was speaking, of course, to the one and the only Andrew Dambina, who's our regular arts reporter for our show.